The Unfiltered by Jade. Jade. Welcome to The Unfiltered by Jade, where we educate, empower, and entertain. Feel free to like, share, subscribe, download, donate, and make everybody know who this. Beats by RB Records. Shopping assistance, your style, your budget. Our services include online and local shopping for individuals and businesses, personal shopping, purchasing of company and office supplies, importing and exporting small packages across Jamaica and worldwide, and helping you find unique gifts and items for all events and occasions. Contact us at 876-919-5195 or shoppingassistance2015 at gmail.com. Shopping Assistance, your style, your budget. Welcome back to the Unfiltered by Jade. Today we have with us here Marja Elaine Francis. She is an author, speaker, life coach, and the host of Let's Talk Fathers. Hi, Marja Elaine. How are you? Hi, Jade. I am well. Thank you. How are you? I am doing great. I'm excited to have you here to speak about fathers and forgiving our fathers, absentees, fathers, all those. So let's jump into it, Marjolaine. Why is this your era of interest? Well, my book, Call Him Daddy, A Daughter's Journey to Connecting with and Forgiving an Absentee Father, captures my journey of growing up without a father, the effects of absentee fathers on daughters, the power of forgiveness, and the significance of fathers. I, my, the main theme for me, having written the book to share my experience, is freedom in forgiveness. Hmm. As, as we know it, forgiveness is a voluntary process of letting go of feelings and thoughts of resentment and bitterness, you know, anger that we have towards person. And sometimes when persons wrong us, we want to hold it to ourselves, we want yes. to hold them and we keep them in our heart, but that does more harm for us than even the person hurting us. So I having gone through the experience of having a, an absentee father and know how painful that has been and recognizing when I met him as an adult that, you know, I'm relating to him. And I used to say the man this man i had a challenge saying daddy because i didn't think that he deserved to be called daddy because he was not there he didn't play any role in my life and as i began to relate to him over time i recognized that if i'm going to get past here i'm going to have to forgive him for the resentment that i'm carrying toward mm -hmm. him Mm -hmm. I know personally I was affected by his absence and I know of other persons, both male and female in their 20s, 30s, 50s, even 60s, who have never met their father 
or they know the father, but he has not contributed to their life in any significant way. And truth be told is that I believe that there are other persons who may be carrying unforgiveness to their father, towards their father. I experienced a freedom when I chose to forgive my father. And right. really, I'd want to invite other persons to experience the freedom in forgiveness. Definitely. What are some of the things that we need to forgive our fathers for? And can there really be reconciliation? Hmm. Some of the things that we need to forgive our fathers for, Jade, I'd want to believe that it varies based on the relationship or lack thereof <laughs> that we have with our father for one. Um, we, we can forgive our father for being emotionally and physically absent because there are some fathers that are present, but emotionally they're absent and, and the, their child is not able to relate to them on the level that they would want to. So for one, we can forgive for that is absence. We can also forgive our fathers for not keeping their promises. There are fathers who have repeatedly say i'm going to do this and that but they never do either because they don't have the capacity to or they don't care they just don't know how to so when we know better we are in a position to forgive them for that we can also forgive for rejection for them not playing their fatherly role and providing the guidance and the protection that we need from our fathers you ask, um, can there really be reconciliation? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I would want to say that it's possible. Forgiveness does not always equate to reconciliation, though, that mm. I'm mindful of. You can choose to forgive someone, release them, let them go. But in terms of getting on a path to reconciliation, it, it's not always the case. And it's not always what persons want. They are willing and ready to to forgive about the reconciliation. However, I would say if it is possible that you can reconcile with someone who have wronged you, you have forgiven them, then by all means, choose the reconciliation and building that relationship. I was able to do that with my father when I met him as an adult and Jade, it it had to be deliberate. It didn't happen over time. Nope. Um, it's still a process for me of reconciling with my father because when you'd have done, you'd have lived pretty much a large part of your life without someone, in my case, my father, now that I've forgiven him and the reconciliation, it's almost like I'm starting oh a brand God. new new relationship, right? And I want to add though, though that forgiveness doesn't mean that you approve the behavior of the offender, but you choose to be free by letting them go, regardless nice. of what they have done. Th those are very sound advice in terms of how to go about reconciling mm -hmm. um, with, in, you know, in this case, a father who has done something. Right. Um, but for those persons who they believe that what their father has done, because as I said, there's a significant amount of time that has passed that your father was not there. Yes. Some persons know when it is that it's time to reconcile that relationship, they keep on remembering you weren't there for these, these milestones in my life. Those things can never, you can never get them back. Right. So how does someone move forward um, with their father 
knowing that hey, he missed this, but it's a new clean state that we're gonna start now. But I have to just know that hey, he missed these these milestones, but we can move forward and he can be here for the uh, for these other milestones in my life. I think it begins with <laughs> recognizing, as you said, you have missed out on this part. The, your father has missed out. You weren't able to get what you really wanted, probably in the young young years. However, going forward, how can I do it? Uh, for me, it required confronting the issue, confronting myself first to say, Marjorie, you know what the reality is? You wanted him to be there when you were a child, in your teenage years, young adult, and he was not there. But what can you do now? You can't change the past. I remember calling him one day and saying to him, did you ever wonder how I eat, how I drink, where I was, what was happening to me? And I had that, that moment of just asking him, what did you think? Why weren't you? Why didn't you? And truth be told is that in some cases, you may not get the sort of response <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. or a plausible response that you think that, yes. And, and also to be mindful that one of the things I've said in, in terms of relating to my father and just talking to other persons who also did not grow up with a father is that sometimes they they don't have the capacity to say that they are sorry. Sometimes they are not at the place to acknowledge that their absence have really hurt you and affected you to a great degree. But you can still choose to forgive them. You can still choose to reconcile understanding that it will take steps it will not happen overnight you will not get into this relationship that you so desired from how long overnight it will take process time and be mm -hmm. patient with yourself and be patient with the person that you're building that relationship with as you reconcile nice nice what are, the, what are some of the effects of absentee fathers on daughters and the future generations? Wow, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> when, when I was writing my book, I, I didn't want to just share my own story, but also to draw on resources from research that speaks to absentee fathers and some of the, the things that came up in the research from different psychologists, psychiatrists would have been that children who experience who have had an absentee father are likely to experience rejection, which results in this lack of a sense of belonging because you're feeling like if I was important, if I was valuable, why is my father not here? Right. They are likely to face depression, anxiety, low self-esteem, and other mental health issues. They struggle financially. As we know it, when you have two persons, the mother and the father, pulling their resources, you're likely to be in a better financial standing. But if they're, the father is absent, there is going to be a struggle. There is also the daughter becoming aggressive or violent, being angry. Mm -hmm. and, and, and oftentimes when you're angry in that state, you project the anger that you have for your father towards, towards other persons towards yeah. the mother in the home mm -hmm. towards siblings towards mm -hmm. other men even yeah. when you decide to go into a relationship and there is also the likelihood of sexual promiscuity 
Mm-hmm. And this comes in because girls, and I say girls because I'm talking from a female perspective, but the, the effects that I'm sharing with you also affect boys. Right. We're seeking love and affirmation in the wrong place, yeah? And girls are likely to face teenage pregnancy. As you, you, you ask about the future generation, truth is a lot of persons, Jade, are angry. Because their father is not present and there is this lack of respect towards men in general. Yes. And what we also see is a cycle of broken relationships. Hmm. Hey, that's that's something. Yeah. You have a lot of women walking around angry because they had no father present. Yeah. And and, and I think it's important for us to tap into it because sometimes you don't realize until you really do a reflection like why am i so angry why am i angry and and then you say oh you get to the root of it and if we want to be honest with ourselves then the absentee father is one of the likely reasons why some women are as angry when they are especially towards men (laughs) well so a father then plays a very significant role. Yes, they do. More than they recognize, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are many times that fathers don't believe that they can do as mothers. I mean, their role is not to be a mom, it's to be a dad. No, and and I will and I will forever echo in the same way that uh father cannot be a mother a mother can never be a can father. never thank you so never. much the fa- god in his infinite wisdom <laughs> designed the family unit to have a mother and a father and giving them their distinctive role to play in the life of the family and in the life of the child thank you so much yeah. because i've i've heard many women many moms talk about they're the mother and the father no, no you're not they're no not. you're not you're not the mother and the father <laughs> they're playing their role um the father is absent and and so they are required to do some things that if the father was there they 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 would have done but they can never substitute the fatherly no, role no fathers are designed by god to be protectors playmates they provide emotional stability for their child not that mothers don't do it you know but fathers do these things in a different way right we, we look at discipline jade i don't know if you have observed i've seen it on many occasions the mother is trying to discipline the son or the daughter and they're over and over talking to the child reprimanding and the father just shows up his very presence yes and he doesn't and they stay in place they, they put their goal right in place and yep. the father, because of the role, the unique role that he plays. And so the father is irreplaceable. And so I, I, I would love for men to understand how significant their role is in the life of their, their children and not to water down their role to just financial obligation because they are more than that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We, we see that girls um are likely to choose life partners who are like their father (laughs) true very true boys grasp the concept of manhood from their father you cannot get that from a mother Hmm. and so i would really love love jade for, for men to understand fathers their rightful position in the life of their child 
and their family and to take up man up and take on the role so that the the children can can see them as the role model that they are and ought to be you know yes i believe that children show up more confident and are likely to perform better when they are loved and affirmed by their father. I agree with that a thousand percent. <laughs> I agree with that. Are some fathers purposely absent? Um, that's an interesting question. Having <laughs> having had conversations with with men um, on a personal level and as a social worker. Truth be told is that some men, and I'm going to say it, are immature, some are irresponsible, Mm -hmm. and are interested in the sex with the woman, but not the result of producing a child. That's right. Mm -hmm. And I'll say Mm -hmm. the moment that a man sleeps with a woman, he must be prepared for the likelihood of a child coming in play. Mm-hmm. I I've heard of instances where where fathers choose to be absent because they are under the impression that they are not the biological father. Listen, if you never go there, your name couldn't call. <laughs> Listen to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, another another thing is that some men they don't believe that they have the financial resources to support the child, and so they take away themselves. And I would love for men to understand that you're more than just the fi- the finance is important, but your presence is significant and so show up and your child will remember that you were there you supported them even if you didn't always have the money that you think you should another thing i i've spoken to males and 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 i remember doing an interview with this young man and he was saying that a lot of fathers when they are in a relationship with the mother and the relationship end they end the relationship with the child as if the child is the cause even if the child you think is the cause of you ending the relationship with the woman that you were with that is no excuse for a man to end the relationship with the child the child is an extension of of the man and so i believe that for fathers who are purposefully absent because they are no longer in a relationship with the mother they need to check themselves well well, what I've seen, Marjolaine, mm-hmm. I've seen a flip side to that situation mm-hmm. where I see where, especially here in the U.S., many men don't want to have anything to do with the kids, not because they don't have a, a relationship with the, the mother anymore, mm-hmm. but because the toxic nature of the mom. Mm. And if it is that the mom is so toxic and is going to continue creating problems with them and the child, they prefer to not be there. Because here, women, anything, women can put men in problem easily. Mm-hmm. And if it is a woman is so toxic that she wants to create problems, she can have a man being put in jail for absolutely no reason just because she is angry. And that causes a man to just cut out. They don't want to have anything to do with the woman. And because they know that if they have a a connection with the child, it's going to continue causing some toxic relationship. They just leave it alone. So some of them, it's not that they want to, but they purposefully do it because of what is happening. Mm, That's, that's a difficult position to be to be in mm-hmm. and and quite unfortunate that a man would have to choose 
whether or not he relates to the child because of the the mother and i would want to say to women who are doing that check yourself sometimes we make things so much about us yes not recognizing how much we're hurting our children when mm -hmm. we do when we take some of the actions that we take and so the mother if she's doing that she's hurting the child and and by extension if the father is choosing to be absent because of the toxicity and the likelihood of the back and forth and all of those things he's also hurting the child so i think as both adults mother and father they would need to find a way to think about not just themselves as the adults but the, but child. the child how is the child going to be impacted by the father's absence and by the mother's action yeah so i'm imploring all mothers out there i'm speaking to mothers specifically yes. um don't use your child as a bait because that's what happens more often, especially when you know that the father really loves his child yeah. and wants to be there. You use the child as a bait to cause more problems. Don't we do need, that. We need to stop it because 10, 20 years down the line, your child is still hurting. Exactly. While you move on long, long time. Long time. Yeah. yeah. So that needs to stop. What about the fathers? Well, we just spoke about it. The fathers that are present and the kids don't want to relate to them i i want to believe jay that there would be contributor factors that lead to this position i don't know that a child on a normal basis would, would have their father and not want to relate to them so if their the child is choosing not to relate to the father there has to be some contributor factors and so we'd want to look at what are those and how it is that they can work around those issues or work through them <laughs> it is likely too that the father I'd, I'd said earlier can be physically present but emotionally absent and so the child is unable to relate to them and so they may just say you know what i can't, can't deal with daddy right now you know but i would want to say to fathers you are the adult in in the in the in the situation Egos aside, I think that fathers can decide to take the higher ground and to pursue a relationship with their child if it is possible for them to build build that relationship. The mother, we spoke earlier about the how the mother can operate. Mothers and other family members can help to identify supportive ways to help the father and the child to, to fill that gap, bridge the gap, as the white is that they're not relating to each other and to find a way to build build a relationship mm -hmm. it could be as simple as um the mother and father are no longer together and the father decides to leave yeah. and the child decides i don't want to talk to you because you left my mom yeah um, kids don't necessarily understand certain things so i think it's imperative for parents to have a discussion hey it's not that we don't love you mm -hmm. um we just cannot work Together. And if we have more, ad, uh, let me say, adult here, adults, mm -hmm. <laughs> because we have adults who live like children. Yeah. So if we have more adults here, quote unquote, adults having these conversations with the kids, I think that could solve a lot of problems. But True. we don't see that happening a lot. It's like, you know, daddy left mommy and not talking to daddy because he hurt mommy. And, and it, it, there is no explanation there's no conversation and because children don't understand certain things 
parents don't necessarily want to have conversations with them about things that are happening. But the truth is, kids know more than we think they do. Yes, I was about to say that they know more and and they are... If, we, if you don't think that they are mature enough to handle certain things, break it down in a le- to a level that they will be able to relate, to understand. I think it's better to, to share with them what's happening in a way that they can understand than just leave it up to their imagination. Yes. Because the truth be told is that they are likely to be blaming themselves when it has nothing to do with them. It's just that the mother and the father know where they are. They know that at this juncture... Um, we could decide that we're going to stay together for the children. However, it's not working out. But if you explain to the child and, and both parents find a way to, to instill in the child that they're still loved, they're still valued, they are important to both the mother and the father and to find a way to do co-parenting, you know? Yeah. We have, to, we have to start thinking about children these days and yes, not just ourselves. Definitely. Um, I want to add, Adoji, that despite the high level of absenteeism and the different things about fathers not showing up, that there are some great fathers out there who yes. understand their assignments, their significance to the life of their child and their family. And so I'd want to say kudos to the fathers who are present and making their presence felt. And men influence men. So I'd want to say to the fathers out there who are doing their part is to encourage another man to do his part and to take up his rightful position in his home. Yes. Thank you so much. She left with a, you know, she left on that note. That's a good note to leave with. Um, We're not just talking about the cons. We'll leave with a pro. Yes. So we're bigging up all the fathers out there who are great. And sometimes you're great fathers and you're even not being recognized because, you know, people really don't celebrate fathers. They like how they celebrate mothers. And we should because (laughs) they are significant and they're playing their role. Yes, they are. And we just need to bring those who are not doing so, bring them up, you know. Yes. Yes, support them and encourage them. And we'll we'll have a better society. We won't have so many angry women. That's true. That's true. We won't have so many angry women that hide behind that disguise of independence. But that's another topic. Another topic. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh my and god. Also, also, Jade, I, I believe that it's important for women and boys, men who have experienced absentee fathers, is to take action to confront that father wound. We need to be healed, we need to be whole, so that we can become the best version of ourselves. ourselves. And Mm -hmm. so, as a life coach, I'm open to guiding persons on that journey. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. Um, Thank you so much, Marja Aline, for this conversation. It was a good conversation. Um, and I'm hoping that people are listening out there, both women and men and even children, to take the next step in reconciliation, whether it's with their father or, you know, stepfather, whoever it is. Yeah. And for mothers to play a good role in your yeah. kid's life by even if you're not seeing that relationship to help foster that relationship, because it's very imperative and important yes. that the child is have a relationship with their father. Once it's not an abusive situation or a toxic situation, ensure that the child has a relationship with their father. Because moms, you cannot be a fa- you can't be a father. You cannot. <laughs> That's not how God instituted it. That's not how it is. You cannot. You can play a good role in taking care of your child, but you can't play a father role. You can't play a father figure role. 
The Father has his place. Father has his place. Recognize that and let the Father own that place. Don't take that from him. Certainly, I agree. Don't take that from him. So, Marjolaine, tell us where is it that we can find you? Ah, Persis can connect with me via Instagram at Marja underscore Muse. I'm also on Facebook at Marja Elaine Francis. Or they can email me at Coach Marja One. That's the number one, Coach Marja One at gmail.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much again for being on the podcast. And thank you to our listeners for always tuning in. We'll be back next week, Tuesday. Thank you. Bam bam bide, bam bam bide, bam bam bide,